following podcast contains mature content abuse and opinions expressed by the coast are not necessarily those of the host listener description is advised ladies and gentlemen welcome to the smack it raw podcast episode 93 i am your host the motp the warden matt ritter and i am here as always with my co-host the self-knighted sir cuss a lot travis pointer aka the dragon king aka big t aka t money aka sweet t aka black merlin aka the hnic aka Yowie wowie, Travis, how are you today? Doing great. How about yourself? Fucking fantastic. And we'll get more into that. But uh, we got a lot of shit to cover today. We got news and rumors for two weeks because I did that uh, interview with Vince that I don't think went nearly as well as I thought it was going to. But hey, I tried it. Um, Raw, SmackDown. We got Money in the Bank predictions and WrestleMania 20 with Goldberg and Brock Lesnar that we're just going to shit all over. So yeah, big episode today. On our worst match that we watched. WrestleMania 20, Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. Oh, that's what won? Yeah. And I, I messaged assumed, you and told you that. I didn't see that message. I just assumed that Eric Bischoff and Teddy Long won, and I watched You that. are so full of shit. You are so full of shit. We'll get into it, though. I li- um, I'm not even playing. I did not get that message from you. Like, I was wondering, like, why hasn't he messaged me? But, like, the last time I looked, you know, Eric Bischoff versus Teddy Long was winning. So, I'm like, I guess that won. And That was never winning. Yeah, it was. And uh, I don't know if you can see that there. Is that in Slack? Yep. Where you told me to send all of the podcast stuff. I thought, but I never got any notification in Slack. So I'm going to look and I'm going to make sure it's there before we, you know, let's see. Oh, damn. Yep. Oh, damn. (sighs) But we'll talk about it. But uh, we need to. Oh, I remember the match, so it's yeah. fine. I mean, you know, I didn't watch it fresh, but I remember. Oh, I remember. <laughs> so it's fine. Let's get into news and rumors. Uh, first off, I read this a couple weeks ago, but because we didn't do it, apparently superstars are purposely failing drug tests in WWE to try and get out of their contracts. <laughs> and WWE is onto it, and they're like, "Yeah, no, not going to happen. Nice try." Let me just. You know, a lot of times when we get into the news and rumors, I know a lot of them before we start talking. I had no idea about this one. And this is probably the greatest thing you have ever said to me on this show. (laughs) I'm going to fail a drug test on purpose because I want them to fire me so I get out of my car. Well, here's the thing. So guys like, I think we talked about this, but guys like Luke Harper who have gone on social media and posted that they've asked for their release before it was granted, WWE's like, listen, if you're going to try and post your release to get over outside of this company, we're not having it. We're not granting your release. So they have a huge issue with AEW, which another point on my notes is AEW will be on TNT. We'll talk about more about that in a second, though. They are so petty, Travis. The petty is so high. Like, they're not letting superstars go, even if they're not using them, if they're unhappy, because they don't want AEW to get them. Mm-hmm. They're banning people from wearing AEW shirts at their shows. Yep. Listen to this shit. There is a match that was like a lost match between a wrestler by the name of Tom McGee and Bret Hart, which is supposed to be this fantastic fucking match. And God knows who Tom McGee is. But anyway. I want to say, who the fuck is Tom McGee? It's this lost match, right? 
the internet wrestling community, the IWC, they found it. And Conrad Thompson got a hold of it. And his plan was at his show before AEW Double or Nothing at StarCast 2 to have Tom McGee and Bret Hart come in and do commentary watching this match. So what does WWE do? They get the match, they post the match, and a documentary to go along with the match on the network before Conrad Thompson can do his StarCast shit. After pulling Undertaker and Kurt Angle out of it, like, dude, the petty is so high right now. His thing. So fucking high. His thing. That's fucked up, but I kind of dig it. Like, like, that's that's fucked up, but, like, you know, sometimes you just got to flop your dick on the table and let them know who the fuck you are. You know what I mean? Like, I get it, because that's the cards you got, so play them. And the thing is, like, he doesn't even work for AEW. Like, mm-hmm. JR does, and JR does a podcast with him now, but, like, he doesn't work for AEW. He's just doing his thing along with when they're doing their show, kind of like WrestleCon's the same weekend as WrestleMania, but it's not affiliated with WWE. Right. So the petty is so high right now. They're just doing everything they can to cock well, they're probably AEW. like, you know, when this whole Monday Nitro thing happened the last time, we didn't pay much attention, and then they kind of kicked our ass for a few years after they got going. So let's just uh, pay more attention to them and squash them before they even get going so we don't have that problem. And they're getting going, and they're getting going right where Monday Nitro was with uh, AEW on TNT. What day of the week will they come on? Uh, They haven't said that yet, I don't think, because here's the thing. I don't think they're going head-to-head with Raw. I'm about to say. Or SmackDown. They should not do that. No. I would come out on Wednesday night. Yeah. Um, I'm not happy about it, though, because I was hoping they'd get, like, AMC or FX or even HBO somewhere where they could be a little more edgy. Fucking John's trying to call me in the middle of a fucking pot. You, I lost you, John. I mean, Matt, Matt, you there? Yeah, I'm here. You got me? What are you saying about John? Uh, he's trying to call me in the middle of a podcast. The fuck's I'll wrong answer and say, fuck you, I'm doing a podcast. I already hung up. Uh, hold on. I'm going to call him and put him on speaker and say, fuck you, we're doing a podcast. Hold on. All right, so I was hoping they'd get more edgy, you know, AMC. Or, uh, what was it? Uh, practice. Um, The uh, fucking people that decide practices mm-hmm. kind of fuck some shit up. When WCW was around, standards and practices fuck oh. shit up. AEW's going to have to deal with that, so is what it is. Hey, don't be calling Matt while we're doing a fucking podcast, dude. He'll call you back later. Okay, I'm sorry, Dad. Hey, I don't think you are sorry. I need you to apologize better than that. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> no, you ain't. Hey, Matt, turn your phone off. I can't. My notes are on it. Oh, well, silence it or some shit. Ignore him because John's a piece of shit. Because, yeah, I know. And he's going to do it again because fuck you. Whatever, man. Your bitch ass not even going to be on them thrones this weekend because you got to go to Nashville. Yeah. Oh, well, hey, I like Puerto Rico, so I understand. But that's not the point. <laughs> if I wasn't going to be in Memphis, I'd come on. I'm in Nashville right now, though. But, hey, man, I hate you, so I'll catch you later. Yeah, fuck you. Love you. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. 
Uh, we reported that it was going to be Lesnar versus Goldberg in Saudi Arabia. Apparently, that's not the case. They're just both going to be there because it's going to be Taker versus Goldberg. I wanted it to be Lesnar versus Goldberg because I wanted to bring back the This Match Sucks chant. I know they wouldn't have done it in Saudi Arabia, but, like, I would have done it by myself. Like, I would have gone live on Facebook just because I want to watch that and chant This Match Sucks while it was happening. Well, I mean, they've already had their rematch or two rematches, and they've kind of redeemed that WrestleMania 20 match. But I don't care. I don't it care. wasn't something I want to see again. I don't care. Put Undertaker, and I'm like, mm. lost him again. Whatever. Taker versus Goldberg for the first time. Any t- anything they put Taker, and I'm kind of like, mm, I got to see that. No, you don't. It's going to be bad. It might be as bad as the DX versus Brothers Instruction match, but I still want to say because this is going to be awful, Matt. I don't know if you really, you know, want to. <laughs> No. Things like Taker versus Goldberg for the first time ever. Like, yeah, that's an awesome match. 20, 20 years ago. <laughs> um, it's reported that Sheamus might be done wrestling. Apparently, he's had a neck injury compared, uh, along with a concussion, and uh, his status and his future is in question as of now. Damn, damn, damn. Uh, Alexa Bliss and Buddy Murphy, the guy that was the Cruiserweight champion, the Australian dude. Uh, they broke up. They're not engaged anymore. So she's available. She is. I'll let Eric know. Okay. I won't. Getting, still. Who pissed in Travis's alcohol? Fucking mean ass motherfucker tonight. Is that John? Yeah. Tell John to eat a bag of glass dicks. Go ahead. Keep going. Monday Night Raw. You ready to get started on Monday Night Raw? Not really, but we can do it anyway. Well, I'm kind of excited to talk about something on Monday Night Raw. So Yeah, I bet you. Uh, we had Miz TV with Male Charlotte and The Miz bonding over hating Shane. Uh, I won 20 bucks because Roman Reigns showed up in the first segment. Uh, we can talk about how you can. Love, I love how you, you know, just decide to take advantage of me when I'm drunk, but it's cool. You, I didn't take advantage of you. Did you go back and listen? You made that. You made that bet. I don't even remember. You said, oh, you want to bet? Oh, you want to bet? And I said, not a pizza bet. And you're like, I didn't say a pizza bet. What do you want to bet? I said, 20 bucks. You said, okay, 20 bucks. And then went back and verified exactly the terms and conditions under with which I would get that $20. Did I really? Yes. (laughs) You're like, so wait, wait. It it can't be like a promo or a a video thing. He's got to be physically in the building. I said, yeah. Actual segment in the building, in the arena. Bubble, like we did the whole thing, Travis. So don't even say I took advantage of you. Uh, I, didn't. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I completely like believe you, <laughs> like because this all sounds like things that I would say. So it's cool. Mm-hmm. You'll get your money. It's just you know, I don't know. I'm not used to losing bets. I don't. Even I know you're not bets. Like it's just like, <laughs> usually even drunk me doesn't take bad bets. But hey. so uh, Roman was pretty decent in this promo uh, on Miz TV. He comes out and says, already through it. So, I don't know. well, he came out and said, you know, this isn't the Miz I want to talk to this. I listen to it. I'm just fucking with you. Yeah. That Hollywood Miz. Well, I want the Miz that chased Shane around with the chair last week, blah, blah, blah. And they play the package. I don't. Um, and then we got that Miz until Shane came out. He canceled Miz TV. Bobby Lashley and Elias attack. Um, the Miz and male Charlotte versus Lashley and Elias. It was really enjoyable all around. Uh, Shane caused DQ after the match. Um, 
they scuffle and male Charlotte and the Miz looks strong after uh, he did his over the top rope diving attack. And uh, yeah. I don't like face Miz. I understand that. I'm going to, I'm going to take a wild guess and say, you didn't see Mojo Raleigh versus Apollo Cruz. <laughs> so two people who are never good enough for Hulu had a match. No, no, I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, did you see the backstage segment with Nikki Cross and Cute Charlotte? I did. So Cute Charlotte lost her luggage, and we all feel really bad for her because that's awful. And, it, you know, yeah. she was talking about some B-list celebrity or D-list celebrity who was having a baby or something. That's not her problem. Like, what the fuck's that got to do with her luggage? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, fucking London. Nikki Cross shows up, and she's like, hey, you know, what's going on? And Why you lost everyone- a revolutionary war because y'all was on some bullshit. Anyway, go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nikki Cross says, hey, you know what's going on? Fuck everyone's yeah. kind of everyone's kind of forgot that I'm here, this and that. And she goes, Well, I'd take your spot in that match. And I Travis, like I know it's supposed to be Alexa Bliss manipulating Nikki Cross, but the way Nikki smiled at the end, I was thinking like Nikki Cross is gonna win this match, which she does, mm-hmm. and she's gonna get Alexa's spot and money in the bank, and oh, Alexa's gonna be pissed. That would be that's what I was expecting. That's not what we got. It's not what happened. No, no. Uh, what we did get was Nikki Cross beating Naomi, Canadian, and hardly used Charlotte. And then cute Charlotte was on commentary. She comes down, climbs the ladder on the at the end of it, and Nikki just stands down there and lets her go up the ladder to get, you know, money in the bank. It's leading me to believe that, that uh, Nikki Cross is going to help cute Charlotte win money in the bank. Possibly. And it'll be two years in a row. CM Punk. Um, mm-hmm. Then we had Becky, Charlotte, and Military Charlotte doing a contract signing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a typical contract signing where everyone's talking shit. Uh, they end up going for Charlotte, and I'm like, I, I really don't think the man can do it. Wait, wait, wait. Rewind. They end up what? I said Becky tried to powerbomb Charlotte. Yeah, you, you, I'm saying I lost you for a second. You said they um, they end up what? Did you hear the Becky tried to powerbomb Charlotte thing? Yeah. Okay. I didn't think she could do it. I'm like, I don't think the man could do it. I, I don't think she could pick Charlotte up for that powerbomb. I think she can. It's just she got interfered with. She If she, if she breaks her down enough, you know, wears her down enough, she can do it. She can do it. I don't know. I, Listen. She's got upper body strength. I don't know if she's got that upper body strength. Yes, like, Charlotte's yes. tall as fuck. She has the power of Seth Rollins inside her, okay? <laughs> Are you sure it was still inside her at that point? You don't know. It could have been. That may be uh, what they do to get themselves ready for Monday Night Raw, you know? You don't know. Since you brought that up, uh, yeah, Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch are official. Um, that might, if, if, if it were to go that far. That's, that's how you know it's real. That may be the greatest uh, wrestling child ever born if it goes that far. Yo. The genes in that wrestling child would be ridiculous. Yo. Imagine, like, 20 years from now. Like, if they, like, started, like, right now and had that kid, like, now. And, like, 20 years from now, we're doing this podcast still because why would we stop? (laughs) And... um, we see the child of Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins, and we're like, yo, this kid is money. This kid is money. If anybody you know, is money, this kid is money. You know who they remind me of? Who they remind you of? Jon Snow and Agret. 
I concur. So if if Seth tries to bail on her, he should expect to get shot with an arrow. Yeah. And she should expect to die. Yeah. Because some random kid that's like, you know, irrelevant shoots her in the back with an arrow. Nicholas. Nicholas doesn't. Fucking Nicholas. Fucking Nicholas. Fucking Nicholas. Uh, but yeah, no, they end up putting Becky through the table. Charlotte and Military Charlotte team up the... The Vince McMahon twins, as they were dubbed on Twitter by Becky, uh, which to which Military Charlotte said, hey, if I keep getting these checks, I'll call him daddy. And I'm like, man, you are, <laughs> you are, uh, you uh, that shit. Like you, I'm surprised that Becky didn't use that because she's like, yeah, I bet you call him daddy on a regular basis. Like, there's so many ways she could have gone with that. But here's the thing, like that's kind of been her character is like this. I'm a lady, but I kind of use my sex appeal to seduce men sort of thing. So, like, it kind of worked for her. But at the same time, I'm just like, you are just, like, flirting with that line of maybe going just a little too far. But is it just, just a little bit? But no, it's, it's not. It's, it's not. It's, I need to go. I, I need them to go farther. But yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, so they team up. And uh, the twins powerbomb Becky through a table. Did you see Corbin versus Pew Pew Ricochet? No, but I saw the Twitters talking about it and how awful Ricochet is on the mic. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, did you see the Rey Mysterio Cesaro backstage shit? Negative. Did you see Rey Mysterio versus Cesaro? Negative. Okay. Um, did you? Uh, we talked about that. Did you see the Firefly Funhouse, Travis? I did. I'm so fucking happy. I figured you like when I saw them, like, ah, Matt's pleased. <laughs> no, no, hold on. We're going to take a minute here. So, <laughs> like I said, everyone's like, oh, what do you think of the Firefly Funhouse and Bray Rogers and all this shit? And it's like, I, what I've been saying is, listen, I need to see how this translates. I need to see where this goes. I need to see how this plays out. I was patient. I didn't jump on the fuck this. This is stupid. I hate this. They're ruining my favorite character bandwagon. I was patient and I was fucking rewarded. Patience is a virtue, sir. That mask was created by Tom Savini, who, well, Tom Savini's team. Tom Savini did a lot of the special effects for uh, Friday the 13th from Dust Till Dawn, like a shit ton of horror movies. His team made that mask. He also did the special effects for the Friday the 13th game. What'd you say? I didn't hear you. I said from Dust Till Dawn is one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah, Tom Savini is uh, the dude with the gun in his uh, pants. Sex Machine? Yes, Sex Machine. Okay. Tom Savini's sex machine. Okay, gotcha. No, but he he does a lot of shit in horror, and his team made that mask, and that mask is dope as fuck. We have a horror movie character. I cannot wait till he comes, and they ruin it, and I get disappointed then, but until now, Break home. I'm super fucking excited. Yes, I do, especially when it's into JoJo <laughs> to make their baby. I'm a witness. Fuck you. Then we had Braun versus Sami Zayn. If Sami Zayn wins, he gets Braun Strowman's spot in the Money in the Bank, and they made it a Falls Count Anywhere match. So I knew that there was going to be interference, especially by Drew McIntyre. We knew some shenanigans were afoot. Who was supposed to take on Braun Strowman. And, of course, first it's Baron Corbin, and then it's Drew McIntyre. They throw throw Strowman through a ladder, and I actually think that was a real metal ladder. Like – Normally, they're wooden ladders that are painted silver, so they crack. What's up? 
when you brought this up, like I, I go back to that tweet from Lance Storm where he was asking, you know, Bray Wyatt is no longer the general manager of Monday Night Raw. Corbin. Yeah, Corbin is no longer the general manager of Monday Night Raw. But he still wears the same shit when he comes out to wrestle. So, like, does he change into that to wrestling or does he just show up in that and just say, fuck it, you know? <laughs> I'm just going to wear it. Yeah, no. <laughs> story here. What, what's going on here? Like, that is a very good question. I, I, I would like him to get some real wrestling attire. Um, I don't know if you do, because, like, if he does, then it'd be like, you know, what's special about you? Not a whole lot. But I will say, <laughs> when we get into Not Good Enough for Hulu, they did have a fantastic match. So even though Ricochet was bad on the mic, he made Corbin look pretty decent in the ring. We'll yeah. talk about that, though. That's a feat in and of itself. So Sammy wins. Uh, apparently, the rumors are that this is going to lead to a longer s- storyline for Braun Strowman. Also, there's rumors that there's heat on him backstage because he fucked up a few spots in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which is why he hasn't been getting pushed since WrestleMania. So that might have something to do with them taking about a money in the bank, but I doubt it. It sounds like this is leading to a longer storyline. That doesn't make sense. All right, Travis. Not good enough up for hulu mojo raleigh with his new face painted gimmick comes out and beats apollo cruz um corbin beats pew pew ricochet with a tilt a whirl end of days and then goes to climb a ladder and gets shoved off it uh because money in the bank as you said ricochet had a real tough time cutting a promo for this match if you have that please send that to me because i want to see it i'll try and find it and get it out to you um then we're backstage. Rey Mysterio is getting interviewed. He's interrupted by Cesaro. Cesaro's asking him why he brings his kid to work. Like, he didn't know this was bring your kid to work. Monday Night Raw, what's Dominic doing here? And Ray's like, well, you know, my son, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And then he kind of implies that Dominic doesn't look like he's his child. It looks more like he could be Samoa Joe's child. I've been calling this the Dominic on the pole match since they announced it. And it almost seems like they're going there, Travis. Another custody for Dominic match. And it would be fucking fantastic. Look, um, Ray has already won custody of Dominic, all right? Once. He shouldn't have to do it more than once, Matt. That's his kid. He earned it. If you got a dispute, you got a dispute, Travis. It is what it is. Um, but they brawl after that, and then we get a match, and Ray beats Cesaro. Okay. So not good enough for Hulu, Ray and Cesaro, Corbin and Pew Pew Ricochet, and Mojo beating Apollo Crews. Hmm. All right, we roll into SmackDown, and male Charlotte invites his new bestie, The Miz, out. Wait, wait, Uh, wait, 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 wait. SmackDown? Yeah. Hold on, before we talk about SmackDown. I got a few things I need to say, because I got beef with Hulu. Okay. What the fuck, Hulu? What the fuck? You know, I work real hard. And I work real hard because, you know, I like to spend money on certain things. And one of those things that I spend money on is Hulu. Not only do I spend money on Hulu, I give you the extra money every month to get commercial free Hulu. So you get extra money out of me every month. 
And I expect a certain level of service when I give you money every month. The fact that I turned on Hulu to watch SmackDown, it was like 3 p.m. the next day. And Today. SmackDown was still not there. No, it was 4 o'clock, actually. Today, Wednesday, the 15th. Yeah. Wednesday, and it was still not there. And I kind of waited a little while. Like, maybe it'll show up a little bit later. And I waited till around 5. I'm like, it still wasn't there. What the fuck? Like, it pops up on Hulu at like 10 o'clock at night. The hell are y'all doing? How dare you? Do better. Just do better. So with that being said, I didn't see SmackDown. So I'm going to need Matt to tell me what happened on SmackDown, and I'll react to what he tells me. All right. So on SmackDown, uh, male Charlotte invites out his new bestie, The Miz, um, because they both have problems with Shane. But Shane says, listen, just because Roman invited you here doesn't mean you get to be the wild card. So you're banned from ringside. As a matter of fact, you're banned from the arena. You need to get out. And then he brings out Elias. Well, Elias comes out with them, and they kind of stumble through a promo. Um, finally, after they stumble through it, they're like, oh, if you're not going to leave, then we're going to make you leave, um, but not not alone. So they bring out the Planeteers. Um, it's four-on-one, or four-on-one, four four-on-two beatdown. The Planeteers, Miz and Elias versus male Charlotte and Miz. Then, very late, the Usos come out to try and help and make a save. So a match is made. Roman Reigns and the Usos versus Shane, Elias, and the Planeteers with Miz banned from ringside and the arena. He actually does not interfere in that match. He actually doesn't show up till after the match is over, so he stays away. Oh, so he's uh, useless. Gotcha. Yeah. But uh, Shane, Elias, and the Planeteers... Oh, by the way, they didn't have their tag team titles. They When they came out, they did not carry their tag team titles. So I don't know if they're having their new eco-friendly titles made and they're not ready, or if now it's just we're going to protest the leather titles and we're not going to have any titles. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But uh, okay, they beat male Charlotte and the Usos. Mm. That's what the Usos get for going over to SmackDown. Stay your asses on Raw. I feel like they should form a faction, though, and that should be the Samoan slaughterhouse. Like, I really feel like all the Samoans in the WWE should form a faction. I agree, but like, I'm talking just imagine Roman, the Uso, Samoa Joe. Wait, like, whoa, whoa, who? Who? Samoa Joe. Before that, Roman Reigns, the who? Usos. Who? Roman. Who is that? That's not his name. Who? Joe? No. Oh, <laughs> male Charlotte. Thank you. Usos and Samoa Joe need to form a faction. And they should be the Samoan Slaughterhouse. Like, that name fits that group. Yeah, it, and that really would be a Samoan Slaughterhouse. Like, that is a faction of Samoan bad motherfuckers. Uh, we also got a fatal four-way. WWE, take that shit. Use it. Please do. Here's uh, the thing. It's the perfect faction. You got your top guy that goes up to the world title in Roman Reigns. Male Charlotte. Mid-card guy. I'm sorry. Male Charlotte. You got your mid-card guy to go up to the mid-card title, the IC title, U.S. title, Samoa Joe. And you got your tag team, the Usos. It is the perfect, the perfect faction. 
And then when you're ready to finally bring Samoa Joe up to the main event where he belongs, Have he turns turn- on exactly. male Charlotte. He turns on male Charlotte. Like, this is written for you. It is right there. You know who did it already? Fucking WCW did it. They did it with the Macho Man Hulk Hogan. Like, what the fuck? It's written for you already. It's already been done. Just do the shit. And they always say there's no new stories in wrestling. It's just stories retold with different characters. Exactly. Less television and movies, period. But, you know. Fatal four-way. SmackDown men's Money in the Bank competitors. Andrade. Version of the four horsemen on SmackDown, and I missed it. No. Andrade beats Finn Balor, Ali, and Randy Orton. And then Ricochet shows up after the match and uh, climbs up the ladder. Pew, pew, Ricochet. Okay. Uh, Shows up. Grabs the belt, throws Andrade, or grabs the belt, throws Andrade off the ladder and grabs the Money in the Bank contract. Um, so now, if we don't count them as, we've got the Usos and Ricochet, three men of the possible four that can show up in the wild card on SmackDown. I'm not, you know what? I'm not even gonna keep track because they they don't keep track. They're they're fucking shit up. Is what it is because Sami Zayn comes down, so technically that's that's four if you don't count the Miz, but the Miz was there, so really it's five. It's all bullshit. Um, hi, Bear. Then we get a video package by Charlotte after she talks about how she's going to beat Becky, and military Charlotte cuts a backstage promo, which I guess doesn't count as the wild card rule because it's a backstage promo. It's not really an in-ring thing. It's all fucked up. Um, was she actually in the building, though? It looked like it, but I can't prove it. So <sighs> still taking time on SmackDown from SmackDown competitors. I've been calling them the Pirates of Tomorrow, but apparently their name is the Kabuki Warriors. The what? Kabuki Warriors. Is that supposed to be a play on the great Kabuki? Um, well, it, possibly. I know that... Is that his name? The great Kabuki? Was that his name? I know that Twitter got in an uproar and Paige came out and said, hey, listen, uh, they picked this name. They wanted to be the Kabuki Girls, and WWE said, no, how about the Kabuki Warriors? Um, so it's not racist. It's not WWE doing something fucked up. This was what they wanted to be called. Um, but they beat Hot yeah, Charlotte and Sonya. was his name, yeah. They ended up beating Hot Charlotte and Sonya. Okay. With the Iconics on commentary doing the, their Iconic thing, being entertaining. Iconic! Then the main event was supposed to be Kofi Kingston on the Kevin Owens show, but for whatever reason, Kevin Owens is backstage near some fucking, like, cage with weapons and fire extinguishers and shit, and he's talking back there. So Kofi comes out and gets down to the KO show without Kevin Owens even being there, right? Mm-hmm. Then he calls Kevin Owens out and says, you're too scared to even come down and host your own show with me out here. So KO comes out. Also, earlier on in the night, Kofi asked Xavier Woods to let him handle his business and just stay in the back and not come out and get involved because he keeps getting fucked up. He's like, you keep getting hurt. They keep fucking you up. Just, just stay back here and let me handle mine. So uh, KO comes out, Sami Zayn shows up, they jump Kofi, Xavier comes in for the save and fails to make the save and gets fucked up. Of course he does. And that's SmackDown, Travis. Cricket Commission. 
There was also, oh, we didn't talk about this. There was also a Lars Sullivan backstage interview, but there's a lot of heat on Lars Sullivan right now in the wrestling world. Apparently, uh, you can look it up, and I think we posted some stuff about it. He made some homophobic and racist comments like 12 years ago on a message board, and everyone's finding out about it, and they're flipping out, and Biggie commented on it, and it didn't sound like Biggie. He's like, yeah, we all knew about it. It is what it is. Okay, move on. Like, it was 12 years ago. But the internet and fucking Mars, uh, the, you know, fucking Eminem and all that shit, they want, like, shit done. So, I guess he's been fined $100,000, and there's shit going on where WWE's like, yeah. Wait, Mars? Like, the candy? Yeah, because they're one of the people that pay WWE for advertisements and shit. They're like, we don't want you, we don't want to be associated with the guy who made racial and homophobic slurs in, like, 2007. Blah, 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 blah. So they're demanding to see something done. He came out and publicly apologized and said that he made those comments in error and that is not how he feels or anything today. It was stupid back and forth. He didn't mean it the way it sounded, blah, blah, blah. blah. So there's been a lot of heat on Lars Sullivan. After he had his mental breakdown and was gone for like six months and finally showed back up, he shows back up to this shit. So not looking good for Lars right now. Yeah better for him because you know once our truth figured out how to wear better pants and not slip around the ring our truth is gonna whoop his ass so yeah i did read one of the things and i can't remember what they were talking about but it was something that insinuated that because the person he was talking to who had said something fucked up he's like well you can't say that blah blah blah. and he goes i can say it i'm black and he goes oh well since you're black, now I know why you can't read or something like that. Something along those lines. So. I mean, that was a long-ass time ago, so whatever. But, bruh. <laughs> well, didn't you say last week that if there... I don't know what I said last week, Matt. You know this. I'm about to remind you that there are enough bald white people with Nazi tattoos and racist uh, white supremacy tattoos that you can just stereotype all bald white people as Nazis. <laughs> yeah, you did. So if there are enough black people that don't know how to read, is it okay to just stereotype everyone as not knowing how to read? Is is yeah, that what you're saying? The problem is there's just enough, just as many white people that don't know how to read though. So it's just, you know, that is true. Yeah, so that's the problem with that one. I haven't seen very many, you know, bald black dudes with Nazi tattoos. We're not going to get into this discussion. We're going to move on. Uh, Travis, who's going over this week from what you've heard and or saw? Me. I don't know. Um, uh, this week, shit. Shane's going over this week. You see, everything's coming up Shane this week. I'm with that. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Yowie Wowie Travis. Bray Wyatt's going over because he fixed that shit, and it was the best part of both shows. Uh, Do they they replay the same shit on SmackDown? Yes, they always do. It's always the same one. Uh, Who's jabbing out this week? Miz. He only got banned from ringside. I'm going to say Becky because she got double powerbomb through that table by the twins. Did she do anything on SmackDown? No. Oh. Well, then, yeah, you're probably right. 
Yeah, she took that L. Yeah. And I am going to assume also you could argue Ricochet for his promo, but he also put on a fantastic match and he kinda, tried to redeem yeah. himself. So he um, I'm going to take a wild guess and say the travesty this week is the fact that Hulu didn't put up SmackDown. Oh, time that is the true travesty. Like the travesty of travesties is Hulu fucking up. Are you going to make it official to put the crown on and shit? You don't have the crown, do you? Good. I'm glad you keep it there. Ladies and gentlemen, your king needs to speak to you. I must declare an official travesty of the week. And I know it's been a while since I've declared a travesty. Unless, did I declare one last week? Because I don't remember last week at all. No, last week, Travis, uh, Phil said there was going to be a travesty. And we were trying to figure out what it was. And it was something okay. that ended up not yeah, being. I kind of remember that being a thing. But I'm like, did I actually? Dec- no, I did not. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, your king is here. And I have a decree. A travesty has occurred. Hulu is fucking up. They owe me an apology. So Hulu, you have committed the travesty of the week. Made me miss SmackDown. Fuck you. And your king has spoken. Uh, You'd love to do this thing on Super Flash Arrow tomorrow where you ask Mara, who is according to you, the co-host, uh, what she wants to talk about next. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a page out of Travis's book. You want to go Brock versus Goldberg WrestleMania 20, or you want to do Money in the Bank predictions next? Let's go ahead and get those, uh, get that uh, Brock and uh, Goldberg out of the way. Oh, wow. Okay. Because this match sucks. Yeah, so WrestleMania 20, where it all begins again, what was supposed to be a huge match, uh, Brock Lesnar, who is the at the time the next big thing, Bill Goldberg, who was the Brock Lesnar of WCW, those two colliding like beyond Brock Lesnar in WCW, like he was like untouchable in WCW. Yeah, until like '99. Yeah, actually, until yeah. he took that taser. After we, that, it was we don't bad. count that. Like you know that that's 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 not Goldberg. It's like that's like uh, Michael Jordan in the on on the Washington Wizards. That don't count. So are we going to blame the taser for him ending Bret Hart's career and then punching his hand through a window and ending his own career, essentially, in WCW? Yup. Okay. Um, I blame everyone. Him. You know, Everyone in the crowd, it seemed, I don't remember knowing this uh, but at the time, but everyone in the crowd seemed to know that Brock Lesnar was leaving to go try and pursue his dreams of being an NFL player. We all know how that turned out. I remember knowing that, but I didn't know about Goldberg leaving. And Goldberg was leaving because he just was apparently miserable as fuck his entire run in WWE and most of WCW. He has told us he didn't really ever enjoy wrestling until this last run that he had. Hmm. Um, Interesting, because I remember seeing another interview with him and he was talking about when he was in WCW, he called it a hell of a ride. I'm sure it was because he was like the most popular person who made shit tons of money, but he never appreciated actually wrestling and the product of wrestling until his last run with WWE, and he was apparently completely and totally miserable his first run. So from the get-go, you're getting sellout chants. You're getting this match sucks. You're getting boos, and the guys haven't even started. Now, Stone Cold Steve Austin is a special guest referee, and he and his presence is really the only thing that's almost saving this match, but not quite. He still doesn't save it. 
Because they're cheering for Austin. Here's the thing. I didn't know this won the poll, so I didn't watch it. But I remember this. I remember being at your house watching this match live. And all I remember is just a whole bunch of Brock and Goldberg pushing each other around the ring. <laughs> like they lock up, they just push each other around the ring like damn near the entire match. Like, oh, this sucks. But I do remember, didn't Goldberg do that that crazy like like gorilla press spear thing? I'm getting there. So I'm just I'm just trying to remember everything that happened in this match because I didn't watch it recently. They make their entrances and they're standing there and they're getting booed and sellout chants and this match sucks before it even starts and during the match. Because as Travis said, they just kind of walk around the ring and stare at each other and like shuffle their feet and blow smoke out of their noses like they're a couple of bulls getting ready to lock up for like five minutes. And then they do lock up and then they lock up and roll around the ring for like five minutes. And then finally some shit happens. The only thing really worth talking about other than F5s and spears and jackhammers is probably the greatest move of the match that wasn't even supposed to happen. Goldberg always did a gorilla press slam um, where he picked the guy up and then drop him into the uh, power slam. Gorilla press into a power slam. Mm -hmm. He dropped Brock Lesnar the wrong way and ended up spearing him out of it, and it looked fucking amazing. It was like the coolest shit that I had seen. And I'm just like, you didn't even do that on purpose, but it was fucking dope. Coolest (laughs) fuck up ever. (laughs) Um, I'm pretty sure that now that it's on the network, they added in some cheering because I don't believe anyone cheered for this match. Nobody was cheering during this match. You can visibly see... When you hear the cheering, that there is nobody in the crowd that even remotely is paying attention to what the fuck's going on in the match. Yeah, I distinctly remember watching this match and hearing the this match sucks chance. Like, that is one of my favorite things that has ever happened at a wrestling event. <laughs> so here's the thing. Goldberg's never been the greatest wrestler. They brought him into WCW, and they booked him right, but he was green as fuck. He never had the technical acumen that he really needed to be a good competitor. And I... Give Hogan shit for it. He is a product of the Hogan era where you only need three moves to get over. He has a sidekick, a spear, and a jackhammer. And the gorilla press. And the gorilla press. John Cena has his three moves of doom, five moves of doom. And the lightning fist. That's whatever, six moves of doom. You got the lightning fist now, Matt. These guys are all products of. He does now. Anyway, go ahead. These guys are all products of how Hulk Hogan ruined our business. But that aside, we're not talking about Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan made our business, sir. Go ahead. At this time, Brock Lesnar was a lot better than he is now. Brock Lesnar has now fallen into that. All I need to do is do German suplexes and and F5s. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Suplex city, bitch. It works. He's fucking garbage. He's a he doesn't big, need to be bad wrestling. motherfucker that would just suplex the fuck out of you and then F5 you and go home and collect his fucking check. I get it. I know what his weakness is. I fucking called it. Seth Rollins heard it, and he exploited it, and that's well, why yeah, he's literally here. every man's weakness. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care that he's been in MMA. He is not up to the par of a lot of the wrestlers that we have now. He can't go with them. He can't do it. He's got two moves, the F5 and the German suplex, and that's really – oh, and the Kimura lock. So that um, – that's all he's got. That's all he does. Suplex city. I want him to do the shooting star press so he can land on his face again and never wrestle. I don't want him to die, but, like, if you just take him out and so he has to go home, I'm good with that. Go back to UFC. 
I don't need Brock Lesnar anymore. And his attitude towards wrestling, you saw here in this match, and it hasn't changed since he's come back. Fuck you. He doesn't give a shit about wrestling. Yeah, fuck you, pay me. Yeah. Fuck him. And here's the thing. As bad as it is for people who love wrestling and want to see him put on a good match, I get it. If they're going to pay him. Okay. Fuck you, pay me. But here's the thing. Like, this match is regarded as probably the worst WrestleMania match of all time, and that's including Playboy Pillow fights. I was that's, about to say, I'm pretty sure I've seen worse, but I get why they say this is the worst. Because this was actually expected to be a good match, and it yeah. wasn't, and it's expectations factor in. And since, you know, Brock Lesnar started his run, we're like, oh, but yeah, if he faces Goldberg, this is going to be fucking dope because we were watching Goldberg over in WCW and we were watching Brock over in WWF doing his shit. Like, ooh, when they collide. Because we all figured at some point they would collide. And then they didn't. It was bullshit. And that's, that's what I don't get. Like, why do, you, why do people want to see Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg or Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar? Because it's not going to be a great match. Like, they it sounds fantastic. Exactly. That's why. Because they're two big, bad motherfuckers, and they, people like seeing big, bad motherfuckers fight. Yeah, but if they're going to do that, it should be two big, bad motherfuckers that can fight. Bobby Lashley can fight. Brock Lesnar cannot... He does not have the stamina or the moveset to put on a decent fucking match. Fight. Goldberg's just going to spear Bobby Lashley and pin him. But Five-second match. Thing. They want to see Goldberg, I mean, Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar because they can both fight. They've they seen them both fight, so they want to watch them fight. Goldberg's an attraction. Brock Lesnar's an attraction. I'm not a fan of either guys at this point. I mean, they did put on a better match for what they could do in their second bout than what we saw here, where it was just them locking up and rolling around and shoving each other back and forth and then hitting the high notes. Best part of this was the end where Stone Cold stunned Brock Lesnar and cheered Goldberg, cheers Goldberg, and then stunned Goldberg. He was the real winner of the match. He's the one everyone only cared to see. Mm-hmm. That's what everyone wanted. That's what we needed from those two guys. This is a giant hunk of shit, and it's a giant hunk of shit because it's two guys who didn't give a fuck about wrestling going out there on the grandest stage of them all in a hugely overhyped match and completely shitting the bed because they didn't give a fuck. Let me just say that, you know, and all that. If, you know, after all that, I went home and got my dick sucked by Sable, I'd be okay with putting on that kind of match, too. I don't know if he was with Sable at that point. I think he was. I don't know. I think he was. All right, Travis, do you want to get into predictions? Because that's all I got for that match. Yeah, let's predict. All right. So, there we go. I was also looking at the closed fist rule because I haven't looked it up in that book yet. But uh, right off the bat, we got... Wait, what about the closed fist rule? I was looking that up, too, but I haven't found it in the book yet, so I was kind. Of, I had to go back because I was trying to look that up. But oh. I'll get to it. Miz versus Shane, steel cage match. We got... Um, I think Shane got the win at Mania, and I think there's going to be shenanigans again this time, and Shane will get the win again. 
because they're all talking about they keep touting the fact there's nowhere to run and there's no way to get help in this cage when, you know, it's not a sale, so there's no top on it. So people can actually get in and help. And I'm thinking that's what's going to happen and Shannon will get the win again. Yeah, I'm going to go with you on that one. Part of me is like, oh, they're really pushing Miz, but they're going to get some more mileage out of this. This ain't going to be the last match, especially so, especially if they do what you said. So, yeah, I'm going to go Shane as well. Uh, Roman versus Elias. Um, I don't know, man. Like, this is one of those matches, like, who cares? Why are we doing this? But I'll go with uh, they're still doing this whole comeback story for male Charlotte, so I'll go with male Charlotte. All right, I'm actually going to go Elias. I think he's going to take Mel Charlotte out. Um, I think they're trying to – they're finally ready to push him. And I think once Kevin Owens and Kofi is done, if Kofi's still champion, he's going to need a uh, top heel to work with, and it might be Elias. It's going to be Big E. We'll see. Apparently, Big E said he won't be back till 2020 or 2021, and Billy Superstar Graham – went and Googled how long his injury normally takes and then, like, went on Twitter and bashed Big E calling him a liar and saying that, like, it, dude, it's nuts. Like, who, who all cares? retired wrestlers talking shit is fucking crazy. And it's funny because it's just like, dude, they don't get Twitter. That's, that's why. Because they really don't get Twitter. <laughs> that's why. It's just exactly. to me seeing old people use Twitter. And it's like, yo, you don't get Twitter. I understand what's going on here. <laughs> Uh, Becky Lynch versus Military Charlotte Raw Women's Championship. Yeah, I'm going to go Becky, too. Uh, Samoa Joe versus Ray in a Dominic on the pole match for the United States title. Uh, Joe. I'm going Ray. I, Joe's been champion for a while. They really haven't done anything with him as champion. I think that they're going to, even though it's their fault and their booking, I think they're going to look at this as a failed attempt with Joe, and they're going to put the belt on Ray, and then probably – have Ray do open challenges or whatever they have baby faces do when they win the U.S. title. Kofi Kingston versus Kevin Owens for the WWE Championship. Kofi. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Just making sure. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte for the SmackDown yeah. Women's title. Yeah, like... Part of me is like, I don't know how long Becky can go on doing two, but I think they're going to let her win her first pay-per-view two exactly. matches in a row. The thing, they keep pushing the hole. Like, she's extending herself too far, defending twice at this pay-per-view. They're going to make her get through this first one. I know that. Becky two belts. Sell those, sell those uh, fucking shirts and shit. Yeah. Becky two belts. Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles for the Universal Championship. We'll go with Seth. He's the beast slayer. Yeah. By the way, on Raw, they also did uh, backstage interviews with both those guys, but it really wasn't important, so I didn't talk about it. Yeah, I saw those. Yeah. The Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Your choices are Bailey, Jersey Charlotte, because she's blonde again, uh, <laughs> Ember Moon, who uh, then you've got Harley Use Charlotte, Canadian Charlotte, Naomi. Cute Charlotte and someone else on SmackDown. Oh, uh, Hot Charlotte. So Canadian Charlotte, Hot Charlotte, Cute Charlotte, Hardly Used Charlotte, Jersey Charlotte, Bailey and Ember Moon, and Naomi. 
So I've been thinking about this for a while. I mean, going back and forth. And I'm like, it's either Hot Charlotte or Ember Moon. And in my head, I'm like, all right. I thought you said you thought cute Charlotte was going to get help from Nikki to win. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying before Monday night, this is what was going through my head. Okay. Between those two. But, like I said, after Monday night, I changed my mind after what I saw. You jumped the gun on me here, sir. Let me finish. So, I'm going with cute Charlotte. I'm going Ember Moon. I know. I know it's not the smart pick. I understand why you're going with Ember Moon. Because I want Ember Moon, too. It needs to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, I don't trust them. Also, they like, we gave you Kofi, and that's all you people get. These are the announced matches. I'm sure we're probably going to get Usos versus the Planeteers in a pre-show match and some other shit. This is just what they've announced. Um. Yeah, I'm going Ember Moon. I also want to remind everyone there will be no post-Money in the Bank show this Sunday after Money in the Bank because Travis is doing hashtag them thrones, and I'm going to be in Memphis watching them thrones and probably won't get to Money in the Bank until either after them thrones or Monday morning or whenever I get around to it because I'll be in Memphis on vacation. There will be no Money in the Bank post-show. It's just not happening. All right? Sorry. Yeah, they so, should not have put that shit on the same night as the Game of Thrones series finale. Yeah, they fucked up. Yeah, yeah. So I'll get to it when I get to it. Maybe I'll do something when I get back from Memphis to let you guys know what I thought of it or whatever, but there won't be a post-show from smacking her off for that. Or we'll talk about it next week when I get back and we do our podcast because it might be Thursday next week, so we'll see. And then Travis will be gone in two weeks, and I will have a special co-host to probably – a Facebook live version yeah. of the show. Something to look forward to. Yeah. Men's money in the bank ladder match. Ah, uh, who's in it? Corbin pew, pew, ricochet, uh, Sammy Zayn, drew McIntyre, Andrade, Randy Orton, Ali, and Finn Balor. It's Drew's time. <sighs> yeah, no, I'm with you on that. And I feel that. And I think it is. But I also just kind of want to go pew pew ricochet. It's not happening. I know it's not happening. But he's gonna he him in that he's match show out. He's gonna put on a fucking show, but he's not gonna win it. Between him and that match and Naomi and the women's money in the bank match, we're gonna get two really good money in the bank exactly. matches. They're gonna be two awesome competitors in these matches. They're not gonna win. They're gonna put on a fucking show. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm go like too. my boy. Sheldon Benjamin, who's not in this this match. I was wondering the same thing about Aleister Black, but you know, fuck it, they're gonna fuck us both. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, one of these years they just need to put him in it and let him win. For real, like just even if he loses the cash in, like just 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 let Sheldon Benjamin. Win this fucking match because he's just like the MVP of Money in the Bank ladder match, dude. Like, <laughs> fuck. Got anything else from this week? Nope. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you guys can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash group slash smacking raw. We are coming to the end of our greatest stable faction tournament of all time. 
Also, there is a 30-day wrestling challenge going on there that is entertaining as shit, um, where you guys tell us, you know, uh, today was who's your favorite face. I'm sure tomorrow's going to be who's your favorite heel. And uh, get to see everyone's opinions on that. Funny um, is for me, same answer for both. Did you see that I put fuck the rock? Did you see I put that? No, I didn't see that, but fuck you. Yeah. Because uh, everyone's putting the rock down as their favorite face. And I'm like, man, fuck the rock. He's such a hater, man. Such a hater. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I voted. See, if I did just favorite face, like if I just did favorite everything, it's going to be Undertaker for everything. Uh, I don't want to put the Undertaker for Undertaker, your favorite female superstar? Yes. He doesn't have a vagina, sir. How do you know? I mean, because he exposed himself to me a while ago. I didn't tell you about it because I didn't want you to be jealous. But, you know. Well, now I am. <laughs> it, it'd basically be the Undertaker for everything. So I'm trying to mix it up. So I did Becky as my favorite face. Because it's current I face. why you want to mix it up. But the thing yeah. is, yeah. facts are facts. Your favorite face is the Undertaker. Just, just, just tell him. Just say it. It's okay. You guys can find that. Well, he's my favorite everything. Face, heel, gimmick, yeah. wrestler, all of it. You guys can find that, again, at facebook.com slash group slash Mac and Raw. Go there. It's entertaining as shit. Uh, we've been doing Raw and SmackDown chats. They're kind of hit or miss depending on how the show is. Sometimes they're lit as fuck. Sometimes they're dead like SmackDown was this week. Um, yeah, from what you described to me, SmackDown was boring as shit anyway. So. It wasn't great. I'm not, I'm not upset that I missed it, but I'm still like irritated with Hulu for not putting it up. It wasn't great. Yeah. Um, Facebook.com slash groups slash super flashy arrow of tomorrow. We are coming to the end of the CW shows this season. We are coming to the end of arrow at the beginning of next season and the dawn of Batwoman. You guys need uh, to keep up. Fucking crisis is coming. This coming crossover and it's going to be fucking dope. Like I cannot wait. Also one more episode of hashtag them thrones. One more episode of super flashy. One more episode of Super Flashy, but that'll be back next season. Hashtag Them Thrones won't. That is Facebook.com slash group slash Them Thrones. They're doing a little pre-show shit, prequel shit. So it'll take Yeah, whenever that comes out, we'll see. Yeah, we'll get there. For now, Game of Thrones is finished after Sunday. You guys can find that Facebook.com slash group slash Them Thrones. That's Dem with a D, just like it's smacking without the G. Um, memes are lit. Travis says that every week, so I'm going to repeat it. Uh, Memes are lit. <laughs> and you guys can find all this content and all of our live shows uh, if you want to watch the videos at facebook.com slash creation magazine. That is all I have for this episode. So for Sir Cussalot, Travis Pointer, a.k.a. T-Bag, I am the warden, Matt Ritter. We are smacking a raw, and we are that. Ooh, wow. We are that damn That's the good. fuck you get. Peace. <laughs>